0: Welcome to the King's Chapel Alaska podcast. From wherever you are listening, we are so excited that you tuned in today. Let's prepare our hearts to hear from God's Word. Come on, let's put our hands together for Jesus tonight. Oh, come on, you can do better than that. Hallelujah. If it was your favorite football team, it was your favorite soccer ball team, bless the Lord. Come on, bless the Lord. Come on, bless the Lord. He's the King of Kings. He's the Lord of Lords. He's the rock of our salvation. There's nobody like our God. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord tonight. Now, I'm going to say like my mom said, I come to have church. Okay, I'm a church boy. Church man, rather. When I was a boy, I... did things like a boy and like a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. Just a little history about me, um, first of all, excuse me, I have a tendency of when I feel the presence of the Lord, I cry, I'm a cry baby, so if I'm crying, trust me, my marriage is alright, my finances are alright, everything is alright, it's just the joy of the Lord, <laughs> Okay. And so sometimes I can be preaching and I start crying and boohooing and praying. And so our church is used to it by now. Um, and I was back there, you know, sitting down, holding, holding back my tears. And I heard the Holy Ghost say, quench not the spirit. <laughs> um, but just, just two minutes, I want to just share with you just who I am. Um, back in 1994, God spoke to my father. We were living in Washington, D.C., my father became a multi-millionaire at the age of 30. Maybe I shouldn't say that over Facebook Live, but so be it. Um, and he had good money. and We was living right down the street from uh, the White House. And God spoke to my dad and said, leave everything you have, pack up your family, move to Anchorage, Alaska, and start a church. We came here, I may be wrong, I think with $17 in our pocket, it's a whole bunch of us. I got a whole bunch of siblings. bunch that's what we say in South Carolina, Bunch, Whole bunch of us. Bunch for y'all proper folks. And we never, never been to Alaska, never knew nothing about Alaska. My father was the Abraham of the family. He just moved by faith. And so we got here, fast forward, 1994, Um, I was sitting at the kitchen table and my mom came to me. And we're, I ain't gonna lie, we're like old school apostolic. She came to me. She said, Chester, it's either holiness or hell. She she said, if you live right, I don't care how young you are, if you die in your sins, you go to hell. She says, when we go to this prayer meeting tonight, I want you to seek the Lord. And man, that thing scared the hell out of me. I'm gonna be honest. Excuse me, Pastor. I'm gonna behave tonight. (laughs) October 11, 1999, on a Monday, it was pouring rain like cats and dogs. Nine years old, I went to the altar, and I started calling on Jesus. And God filled me with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. For three hours straight, I spoke in tongues. Couldn't, I couldn't let go of it. Three hours straight. They said, you started on the left side of the church. By the time you were done, you rode all the way over to the right side of the church. And I never get, when I was getting filled with the Holy Ghost, God took me in the spirit realm in the vision. And he told me, he said, from now on, your life belongs to me. Your job would not be the same. Your ministry will not be the same. Your marriage. He said, don't, don't even try to go in the way of your brothers and sisters. And, and, and at the age of 13, I started prophesying. God raised me as a prophet in our organization around the world. I've been traveling, preaching the gospel around the world since the age of nine. I was a recognized minister, the youngest minister of our church organization at the age of nine. I'm 30 years old now, so this is nothing new to me tonight. This has been my life. Never smoked, never drank, this has been my life. Made a few mistakes here and there, but this has, this is what I know so when I stand before you today I'm not standing before you as just another black boy from Anchorage who's trying to preach no baby I've been doing this a long time my wife will tell you my brothers and sisters they're here our musicians are here I strive to walk up before the Lord it was a lonely journey but it was worth it lost a lot of friends been talked about, persecuted people try to scan I've been there I've been there But the Lord has been good to me. The Lord has been good to me. And so I honor the Lord tonight for being my Lord and Savior, for being saved, sanctified, and filled with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. I honor tonight the most fine woman in the world. Just like wine gets sweeter with time. My lovely wife, Lady Trisha LaBelle, will you stand, please? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. That's my good thing, my helpmate. I honor tonight my oldest brother. He's the oldest out of all the children, Brother Mike and Lady Jackie, will you all stand, please, so they can see you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And I'm the better looking one, but I honor my twin brother tonight, Brother Preston. Amen. He's here tonight. Hallelujah. We're identical twins. Amen. He's been doing ministry with me for a long time, and I don't care what nobody say. He's the best organ player, piano player in the entire world. Uh, That brother know how to flow with me. Amen. When I get in my groove, he know how to flow. And I just go like this and he's, I got you. So, and my other brother, brother AJ in the drums. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so we've been in ministry all our life. And so we just come to serve tonight. I'm not going to be before you long. I'm going to set my alarm clock. Amen. Um, I I feel like tonight's message is very prophetic. Turn your Bibles to 1 Kings chapter 18. Holiness. Holiness is what I long for. Holiness is what I need.
1: Holiness, holiness is what you want.
0: your hands begin to pray in the holy ghost come on to yours oh lord jesus you may be seated in the presence of the lord first kings chapter 18 if you're taking notes, you're going to want to take notes tonight because I want to leave seven points with you if the Holy Ghost allowed me to finish all of that. Um, I don't have time to read the whole text, but I want to read out of 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 20 through 45. But I only want to read verse 20 through 24, and then I want to skip to verse 41. I'm going to be reading out of the new King, King James Version. And like I said, I believe tonight is a prophetic word for this house. But for everyone, under the sound of my voice, God bless those who are watching online, wherever you're watching from. God bless you. We honor you that you could have been watching something on YouTube or Netflix, but you decided to tune in here at King's Chapel, the best church in Wasilla. Kings, I'm telling you, we love you all. My wife and I, we have fallen in love with you all. I told you, Pastor, we came that night. We just came. I think my wife found y'all on Facebook, and we was just coming. We had nothing to do, and my wife and I, we go to church a lot. We travel a lot. We're always in church, and I'll go to church before I go to, well, I'm about to say before I go eat steak, but I don't know. They're kind of up there, <laughs> so they're kind of up there, but God, God is up there a little bit more, so, um, and we came here, then we were hooked, so it it is easy to get hooked when there's love and unity flowing in a place, so we thank the lord we honor your pastors pastor daniel and karen god love you we bless you all you are amazing come on let's celebrate your pastors today hallelujah 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 i'm telling you pastor daniel if you had a zipper behind you you'd be a black brother inside man i'm telling you he's a brother from another mother And Sister Karen is a sister from another mister. Amen. All right, let's get into the word of the Lord. Holy Ghost, help me to preach tonight. Father, we thank you we honor you for this privilege. We did not ask for this, but from the foundation of the earth, you saw fit to call us to this assignment. Lord, help me to fulfill this assignment with grace tonight. That when we leave this place, your people will say out of their mouths, with their heart, with sincerity, that God showed up. We come against every opposing spirit. Let there be miracles, signs and wonders tonight. God, if the prophetic flow used me, that the prophetic will be accurate, authentic, but most of all anointed, Lord. For it is the anointing that destroys the yoke. I pray that this word tonight will fall on good ground and that we will see the manifestation, the fruit of the spirit from it not many days it, Lord, I thank you right now that someone that is under addiction is going to break tonight. Demonic spirits are going to be cast out tonight by the power of the Holy Ghost. I think it right now that even before we lay hands, there's going to be healing taking place in people Hasha Glory to God! In people parties right now. In the name of Jesus. Holy Ghost, I thank you and I honor you tonight. It's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by your spirit. Spirit, we say, have your way. We take the limitations off tonight. We take the limitations off tonight. Move mighty in this place. And Lord, I thank you that I believe in that you won't take long to move. Hmm. Fire the Holy Ghost fall. Fall upon every young one, fall upon every old one. Let no soul be untouched. Arrest us in the Holy Ghost. Be glorified. Let the words of our mouth, the meditation of our heart, be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, you are our strength and our redeemer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, if you're ready, say, I'm ready. And if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. All right, 1 Kings chapter 18, starting at the 20th verse. I just want to read 20 through 24, then we're going to skip to 41. So Ahab sent for all the children of Israel and gathered the prophets together on Mount Carmel. And Elijah came to all the people and said, how long will you falter between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal, follow him. But the people answered him not a word. Help me, Holy Ghost, tonight. Then Elijah said to the people, I alone am left a prophet of the Lord. But Baal's prophets are 450 men. Therefore, let them give us two bulls and let them choose one bull for themselves, Cut it in pieces and lay it on the wood, but put no fire under it. And I will prepare the other bull and lay it on the wood, but put no fire under it. Then you call on the name of your gods, and I will call on the name of the Lord. And the God who answers by fire, he is God. So all the people answered and said, it is well Spoken. Flip over to verse 41. Then Elijah said to Ahab, get up, eat and drink. For there is a sound of the abundance of rain. Now, I did not read the whole chapter, but I'm going to preach throughout the whole chapter. There are seven points I want to leave with you tonight. But I want to entitle this what the Lord has given me and write this in your notes. It is coming. It is coming. Now, we know this story is very, uh, a very familiar passage of scripture, and we know that Elijah says, I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. But tonight, you're going to be able to identify, as I begin to teach, what the it is in your life. Because as I was praying and getting ready for this assignment, the Lord began to speak to me and he said, there are some things held up for many of you in here that you've been waiting for for the last decade, for the last couple of months, for a couple of years, and and you've heard prophecy after prophecy, you've heard word after word, but I've come as a prophet of the Lord tonight to tell you that it is coming. Something is getting ready to be released tonight. Something you've been praying for, you've been crying over, you've been waiting for the manifestation, but it's about to be released tonight. But God is going to require some things of you tonight. The first thing I want you to write down, we see in verse 21, Elijah tells the people, he said, how long will you falter between two opinions? If the Lord is God follow him, but if Baal follow him, but the people answer him not a word. The first thing I want you to write down in your uh, notes is it's time to make a decision. The reason why some of you have not received what God has promised you, because you are still undecided when it comes to your relationship with God. On Sunday morning, when we're around other believers, it is all right to act like we got it all together. But in secret, we have committed adultery because our attention and our heart is to other gods. The God of pornography, the God of alcohol, the God of smoking and drinking and fornication, the God of YouTube, the God of Netflix. But God said, if you're going to see a release tonight, you've got to make a decision who you are going to serve. It is time. The Lord spoke this to me in prayer. He said, it is time for the people of God to make up their mind to follow me. No more conformity to worldliness or compromising under the pressure of government. The season is too crucial and the time is running out. Jeremiah 24, 14 and 15 says this. Now, therefore, fear the Lord. Serve him in sincerity and in truth. You cannot serve God in sincerity and in truth when you are undecided. Because when it comes to serving God, he needs your full undivided attention and your whole commitment of your heart. Jesus said in the book of Luke and Matthew, if you're going to follow me, you got to first deny yourself. You got to be willing to give up mother, father, sister, brother, it and that to follow Jesus. So Joshua said, serve the Lord in sincerity and in truth and put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the river in Egypt. Serve the Lord and if it seemed evil to you so serve the, to serve the Lord, choose for yourself this day who you will serve. Not tomorrow, not tonight, there is a window of opportunity open right now where God is saying by this time in the end of the message, you have to have a made of mind. Don't be the person that hear the instruction of the Lord tonight, but then you walk out and you go back in your own mess. The Bible says that a dog returns to his vomit. Now, I don't know if you ever had a dog, but something about a dog, we used to have a dog and the dog would eat grass throw up, then go back and eat Just throw up. Why do you keep going back to the people, the places, and the things that make you sick? Tonight is the night you've got to get that thing out of your system and say, Lord, it's me. It's not my mother. It's not my father. I'm the one that needs deliverance. Tonight is the night you've got to make up in your mind that I'm going to serve the Lord. I'm putting away my idols. (sighs) I'm putting away my addictions. I'm letting it go. Don't get me wrong, we're going to shout it a little bit, but before we shout, we got to do a cleanup of the house. So God said, today, you must choose. The second thing, write this down, point number two, is God said that if I'm going to release what I promised you, you have to repair the altar. 1 Kings 18 and 30 says this. Then Elijah said to all the people, come near to me. So the people came near to him. And he said, repair the altar of the Lord that was broken down. What is an altar? It's a place of sacrifice and offerings where we honor God. And the Lord said a lot of people have failed to remember in the body of Christ that your life is the altar of the Lord. How do I know this? Romans chapter 12, 1 and 2. Uh, be not conforming to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And present your body, what? A living sacrifice. Pastor Daniel said this a couple of weeks ago when we were here. He said, the Lord had to convict him that your body belongs to me. My wife, she is my nutrition nutritionist. Is that it, babe? Okay. And if I want to eat junk food... I have to kind of sneak it because, now don't get me wrong, I look good regardless. Okay, okay, with my belly and everything, I am good looking, okay? I get in the mirror every morning and I say, boy, you look good. But if I don't start eating right, all this good looking is gonna sag one day. And so my wife tells me, babe, you travel too much to be eating the way you do. And then she give me rabbit food, you know, carrots and salads and, all that stuff, and, and I eat. I wish we had a dog so I could just put it under the table. <laughs> but my wife cared for my health. And, and one day, I never get, baby, you remember a couple of months ago, I got real sick. Real sick. Throwing up. I, I, I'm telling you, I thought I was dying. I said, right on my wheel, he, he, I'm about to check out of here. <laughs> and I was on my bed, and I was sleeping one night, and the Holy Spirit came to my room. And God said, I'm rebuking you for the way you've been taking care of your body. Because your body don't belong to you, it belongs to me. And how are you going to travel the world being a preacher, but you out of shape and you huffing and puffing, can't pray for people because you out of breath and you got acid reflex? <laughs> oh, somebody don't like this today. But God had to chastise me. And I never get it. I woke my wife up and I was crying. I said, babe, I know why I'm sick. The Lord is rebuking me because who he loves, he rebukes. But the Lord said, how can you present your body to me as a living sacrifice when you can't even bend over and tie your shoe? How can you serve me around the world and you're tired walking through the airport? Oh, y'all don't like this, but it's the truth. Come on, tomorrow, tomorrow, who's going to start their diet? Tomorrow, we're starting our diet, we're going to lose weight. We're going to get in shape so we can do kingdom work. Tomorrow, I start my diet tomorrow, because I forgot about today. It's so much easier to say, tomorrow, who promised me tomorrow, so I'm going to eat all I can today, because tomorrow, I'm getting fatter anyway. Come on, put your hands together and bless God. So listen, God said, if you're going to receive your release, you got to repair the altar. Some of y'all have stopped praying like you used to pray. And, and let, me, let me just address this, because Pastor Daniel, God showed me something. As we've been coming here weeks after weeks, I, I was seeing stuff on people in the spirit. And it is easy to pray when you're around other believers, because iron, sharpens iron, you got strength. And you can go ahead and speak and talk around other believers, but I'm not talking about corporate right now. I'm talking about what happens when the song is stopped playing, when the preacher is stopped preaching. Can you go home and still have an encounter? And some of y'all have not had an encounter in years and months because your altar is broken. So God said, if you're going to get your release tonight, repair the altar, the altar of consecration, the altar of worship, the altar of fasting. When the last time you fast, that's why you can't get a move of God because you got your spiritually constipated. You got so much junk inside of you and you keep calling for the prayer warriors and the pastor. Baby, turn your plate down and seek the face of the Lord. Notice the fire could not come until the altar was rebuilt. Some of y'all waiting for a move of God in your family, but your altar is broken. You're waiting for a promotion, but your altar is broken. You you can't even be committed to King's Chapel talking about, well, I just don't feel it. Well, maybe you're just missing it, the presence of God in here, but because your altar is broken, God said, I can't send the fire. (laughs) Write this down in your notes. God is not sending the fire to broken altars. When you repair the altar, you become recommitted. Revelation 2, 5 and 4 says, nevertheless, I have this against you. You have left your first love. When the last time you just cried in the presence of the Lord? I I don't know about you, but I come from the old school apostolic church where man praise and worship be going on. And we couldn't even get you to preach word on time because people started running to the altar and nobody was laying hands. we just crying. That's the church I come from because you're just crying at the altar because the Holy Spirit is touching you and he's dealing with you. Yeah. And when you thought you was perfect, he'll show you, nope, there's something wrong right there. Yeah. My wife will tell you, the other night we were trying to help a young lady whose uh, boyfriend was abusing her. And, and I was trying to you know, help her and, and get her in a place to stay safe and... And I got upset because she didn't want him to come. She said, well, I just love him, and I, and I ain't going to lie. I got upset. I said, you idiot. I said, this guy is going to kill you if he keep putting his hands on you. And then finally when I left her, the Holy Spirit said, well, hold on. You didn't handle that right because she don't know no better. She don't know her worth. That's why I sent you there. So while you're frustrated at her, you just missed something because you got aggravated. Because watch this, you try to put her on the level that you're at. Isn't it amazing how we can get self-righteous? Like everybody else is supposed to know God on the same level we know God. So then I had to repent. And I told my wife, I said, babe, man, I felt, so, I felt stupid. Cause what would have happened if I just would have treated her like Jesus and just would have been a little bit more patient. Sometimes that's why, that's why some of y'all family members can't get d- uh, delivered because you're not patient with them. You keep trying to put Jesus down their throat, forgetting that they're babes. They can't take meats and potato. They need milk. So God said, I want you to return to your first love. I want you to get back to the place where you didn't, you didn't come like a five-year-old, "Give me, give me, give me." you just thank Him for who He is." When the last time you got in the presence of the Lord and didn't ask for nothing, you just says, "Thou art holy, thou art worthy. Lord, I thank you for waking me up this morning. I thank you for starting my way. Thank you that my husband and my wife is still breathing. When the last time you just got in His presence and focused on who He was and not what you want Because when you really start falling in love with God, you stop asking a lot. Why? My wife, when we first got married, she said, Chesson, what's mine is yours. I said, Tricia, what's mine is mine, but you can use it some of the times. <laughs> Ain't that what I told you? <laughs> I'm learning, Pastor. <laughs> but watch this. When you fall in love with God, you don't ask as much as you used to because you realize if I'm in love with him, everything he has is mine. When a man marries a woman... She don't got to ask, can I go through the front door? The house automatically becomes, somebody got it. God wants us to get back to the place where we stop asking, but we fall back in love with him. And when you fall back in love with him, matter of fact, the Bible says this in the book of Psalms. It says, if you walk up right before him, no good thing will he withhold from you. For some of you, the reason why there's been drought and there's been lack is because you're not in love with Jesus the way you used to be. So God said, it's time for you to rebuild the altar and fall back in love with me. Point number three, and y'all, I I know I'm not going through the scripture. Everything is coming out of the scripture. Go back and read it on your own time. I told pastor I'm going to be done, okay? I got 22 more minutes, and we're going to have church. Listen, the third thing is this. God said this is a season we must execute the false prophets. (laughs) Notice that the rain did not return until after Elijah executed all the false prophets. What are the false prophets in this setting? Every lie the enemy have told you, every false identity that you have lived under, tonight it dies. I know that in your family, you may have a generational curse that everybody get breast cancer, all the women, but it stops with you tonight. I know the men die prematurely, but it stops with you tonight. I know your family is used to living paycheck to paycheck, but you're the one that's getting ready to come into wealth. Why? Because poverty stops, kills the false prophets. Every lie that the enemy have told you, tonight we kill it. If you're going to see the rain return, if you're going to receive what God has for you, God said you have to believe my truth over your facts. What do I mean by that? My facts may be that I'm lacking, but his truth is God shall supply all my needs. My facts may be that the doctor gave me a bad report, but his truth is by his stripes, I am. Are you going to believe your facts or are you going to believe his truth? What do you believe concerning your life? What have God spoken over your life? What have the enemy spoken about your business, about your children? Are you going to believe what the devil said or are you going to believe what the word says? Because heaven and earth pass away, but his word, <laughs> that word stands forever. Jesus said it like this. Jesus said, I will show you a wise man and a foolish man. Both of them hear the word. I taught this on this morning at our church. Both of them hear the word, but one of them takes the word and build their life on it. That's the one that builds on the rock. The other one hears the same word. He comes to King's Chapel at the 6 o'clock service, run around the church, hear the same word, but but when he go back home, he don't do nothing with it. Could it be the reason why you have not seen breakthrough because you're not doing nothing with the seed that you're receiving? Seed is being thrown out Sunday and Thursday and Friday and Tuesday, but you're not planting it and you're not watering it. You're not building on the word. So notice what Jesus said in the parable. Jesus says both of them experience a storm. Don't think because you're a child of God that the storm won't hit your life. (laughs) I told our church this. There's no such thing as a bad day when it comes to the people of God. We have good days and we have challenging days that challenge our faith. There's nothing bad about the Christian faith. Because we serve a good God. Somebody shout amen. So here it is both experience a storm but the proof who built on the right material is who is still standing when the storm passed America is in a storm right now and you can come to church Sunday after Sunday Friday after Friday Wednesday after Wednesday and pretend all you want but when this storm lifts we're going to see who really has built on the word of God because we have moved into a season where God is going to separate the saints from the saints. Oh, y'all, y'all not hearing me today. Y'all not hearing me today. So, so, so watch this. God said the false prophets must die. Every false word that's been spoken over your life or directly in you, what you heard in your mind, it must die. Three more things. The fourth thing is this. God said in this season you must discern the sound discern the sound elijah did not tell ahab and his servant get up i hear the sound of giraffes camels he said i hear the sound of the abundance of rain what are you hearing in your spirit right now what have god been speaking to you for the last couple of months concerning your job your career your future because i don't care what's happening in america god is speaking something different to the people of god For for America, this may be a crisis, but for the church, this is a great opportunity for us to rise up and be kingdom people. Some of y'all have put your dreams on the back burner because you're looking at what's happening in the media, but what are you hearing in your spirit? I know what I heard in my spirit. I know what God told me. And he says, the plans I have for you, they are to prosper you. I don't have evil plans for you. I got good thoughts. I don't care if 2020 is the last year we're on the face of the earth. Everything God told me I'm going to accomplish, I will between now and December, I will accomplish. And if the Lord delay His coming, when we cross over into 2021, I'm going to still be doing the work of the Lord because he made me a promise. And the psalmist says this, I will have uh, believed in vain unless I see the goodness of the Lord where? Not six feet under. see some of y'all have allowed corona to already write your funeral you all ready for jesus to come back and you done gave up but what happens if the lord delay is coming and you're not working you're not walking in your divine purpose and your destiny notice what jesus said i told the churches a couple of weeks ago Watch this, if you never fornicate, if you never drink, if you never smoke, if you're just a good person, give to the poor, but you don't walk in your destiny, you still go to hell, I'll prove it to you. Jesus said, the parable, that the master gave out talents. Okay? Two of them uh, uh, worked on their talent and brought back interest, But the one that did nothing with it Notice what Jesus said Jesus said you're two things You're a lazy and you're a wicked servant He said then watch this Depart from me into outer darkness That parable shows us That we gotta get serious About our destiny in God Because watch this When you don't fulfill your calling Somebody's deliverance is on delay Somebody cannot get delivered off of drugs Until you go and do what God Called you to do their deliverance is waiting on your obedience. So if they never get delivered, it's because you weren't obedient. So why should God let you into heaven where you couldn't even obey the call? And some of y'all just sit in church Sunday after Sunday looking cute and say, I'm on my way to heaven and I'm enjoying the view. But God said, no, you're not because you're not doing what I've called you to do. Oh, okay, I know you're not used to this type of preaching, but all right, I'm here. Chesson is here today. So so here it is. That's way off my subject, but thank you, Holy Ghost. (laughs) Touch your neighbor and say, Do the work. What are you hearing in your spirit? God said, In this season, we must discern the call. I'm almost done. 1 Corinthians 2 and 9, 10 says this I have not seen, ears have not heard, neither have an entered into the heart of man what God have in store for those who love him. But watch this. How do we know what God has in store? God has revealed it to us by his what? Spirit. You need the Holy Ghost in this hour. You can't move off of your feelings. You know what I can't stand seeing? I cannot stand seeing Christians, and if you're guilty in here tonight, we're gonna pray for you because you're gonna get delivered. I cannot stand seeing Christians on Facebook doing those little tests, how do my 2020 look? It's witchcraft. And if you're seeking Facebook for a word, Matthew 4 and 4 says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word, not off of Facebook not all oh, y'all don't like this type of preaching but I'm preaching but every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God you've got to get to the place in your life where you can hear God because he said my sheep knows my voice that's why you keep talking to Facebook because you can't hear him that's why you keep seeking for the prophet because you can't hear him don't get me wrong I've been prophesying for a long time but I hate when people come to me and say prophet do you got a word I say do you have a bible You want a word? Get the Bible. I don't prophesy on demand. I prophesy as the spirit of God give utterance. I'm almost done, pastor. Number five. God said, focus your sight. Elijah told his servant, he said, not just go look, but he said, look towards the sea. You need to know which direction you're looking in in this season. The servant had clear instructions on where to look. Where we as the people of God has clear instructions too. Let me share two of them with you. Psalms 121, 1 and 2. I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from which comes my help. For all my help comes from the Lord. Hebrews 12 and 2 says this. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. You must focus your sight in this season. Stop looking at CNN and Fox News and look unto Jesus. Stop looking at your situation and look at your promises in the word through Jesus. For we walk by faith and not by sight. So God said, if you're going to see what I'm giving you in this season, you've got to focus your look. Some of y'all, and we're going to pray for you tonight. Some of y'all, the reason why you can't get what God have for you in this season, because you keep looking at your past. Living on a guilt and condemnation and regret. And God said, have you not seen the future I have for you? I'll take your mess and give you a message. I'll take your pain and give you purpose and power. I'll take your trials and I will give you the anointing to the. Watch this. You know what the Lord told me when I was going through something. And my wife would tell you, I went through it so bad. I stopped eating. There was people attacking me. And-, and I said, Lord, what do I do with these people? And the Lord said, you don't say nothing. I said, oh, oh, hold on. Maybe you didn't hear my question. I said, Lord, what do I do with them? He said, you don't do nothing. Shut up. My wife will tell you. This went on for three years. Man, if I had a a, a bowl of hot boiling chicken grease, I would have threw it on all those individuals. But I was trying to stay save. Y'all, I've been saved for a long time, but sometimes this flesh try to rise up. And I say, get out!" And so here it is, the Lord spoke this word to me, Pastor Daniel. He said, Chester, I have to crucify you in this areas, area so others can live. Are you willing to die in a particular area so you can give life to other people? Jesus could not give us eternal life without going to that grave, y'all. And if we're, if we're Christ, if Christ lives inside of us, and we're supposed to be examples, what makes you think you can't go through a crucifixion moment? There comes a time in our life where God said, I have to crucify your flesh and bury it. So watch this. But the beautiful thing about this, that though he slay me, yet will I trust him. And if he crucify me, he's going to raise me up again. So here it is. God said, focus your sight. Okay. Two more things. God said in this season, and and, and the last thing where we're going to go home and we're going to shout on. God said in this season, do not despise small beginnings. Elijah told his servant, go look at the sea. Tell me what you see. He went seven times, didn't see nothing. What some of us need to do is we need to go look again. God told you to do it one time, it didn't work, so you gave up. God told you to to apply for the college. They didn't accept you, so you gave up. God told you to go look for the wedding dress, but the the husband didn't come that year, so you gave up. There's a young lady, I prophesied to her, and I told her. This was in 2019. I said, by the end of the year 2019, you're going to be married. She said, oh, prophet, you don't understand how long I've been waiting. I said, you ain't got to wait much longer. I said, but I'm going to tell you the prophetic instruction of the Lord. I said, go pick out the wedding dress and the ring. The woman is married today. Why? Because faith without what? Works is that she had to move on the word of the Lord by faith and put works to it. So here it is. Some of y'all need to look again. But God said, when you see the small thing, don't cancel it out because I would do a big thing from a small thing. Yeah. Let me ask you this question How many apple trees is in an apple seed? I heard people say a lot. That's not even the right answer. The right answer is I don't know. <laughs> you would never know what apple forests or orchard you is that the word? You will get if you never plant. And some of y'all are canceling out the move of God in your life because He gave you one small thing to work with, and you say, Ah, oh, I've been saved twenty five years. I need something bigger than this. Well, He makes you rule over much when you're faithful over few. You want an abundance, but you, you're upset because all you see is a cloud the size of a man's hand. Do not despise small beginners in this season. God said, I'll do something great out of something small. And the last word is this. And this is the prophetic word for this house and for those who will receive it. You are about to see the evidence of what you prayed for. When Elijah got the word that rain was coming, the scripture said he bowed his head, put his face between his knees, he began to pray. And even though it took some time, when we, lead, when we read the end of the scripture, you see in verse 45 it says, And it happened in the meantime, go ahead Preston, it happened in the meantime that the skies became black with clouds and wind and there was heavy rain. Before the rain came, the weather started changing. Okay, I feel this prophetic. Before you receive the abundance, you're going to begin to see things shift in your life. Your spiritual weather forecast is getting ready to change. God said, I'll release the rain. But before the rain come in abundance, you're going to begin to see evidence. What's been out of place is getting ready to come in alignment. Stand to your feet, lift your hands. It is coming. What have you heard in your spirit? What have God promised you? What have you been praying for? What have you been waiting for? Could it be that the reason why there's been a delay because your altar was broken? You had idolatry in your life. You've been trusting in everybody else and everything else but God. But God said tonight before you leave this place, I will release the rain if you would do what I told you to do. Pastor, it's all right if I prophesy. Woman of God right here, come here, babe, come here. I don't know what this means to you, but I hear the Lord say, tell her it is over. The delay... (laughs) <laughs> it stops now there's been I even see you've been writing down some promises and you've been declaring and it's almost like without telling nobody a piece of you was kind of getting weary but because you was trying to be that good Christian waiting on the promises of God but God said tell her she did ain't got to wait no longer I rebuke the spirit of weariness that was trying to come in the Bible says hope defer make the heart sick But when it come to pass, it shall be like a flourishing tree. It shall come to pass. Everything you've been praying about. Everything you've been writing down that you've been documenting. Your words are about to become testimonies. And your testimony shall be that the Lord kept his promise. There was a young man up here, right here, playing the guitar. Is he still here? Come here. (laughs) When you was up there playing, I was seeing the fire of the Holy Ghost just coming and hitting you and hitting you and hitting you. And this is the season, thus says the Lord, that he's going to pull you out of your comfort zone to a whole nother level in the realm of the spirit. Because it's time. I don't know your family history, but there's somebody in your bloodline that has been praying and interceding for you. And there's been prophetic words spoken over you. But I also see that there is a... I don't know if this season has already happened or or is it starting to happen but I see like God is starting to speak to you dreams and, and you're starting to pick up on more things in the spirit realm I want to lay hands on your ears and your eyes is that all right because as I be a man of God you're actually going to begin to walk in a prophetic anointing God's going to begin to give you dreams and visions and I also see in the middle of the night where the Lord's going to begin to wake you up and you're going to begin to write and document what the Lord is saying lift your hands Father Hold this microphone. I think it right now because you're giving him clarity in his ears. Clarity in his sight. And the gift of God that's been locked up for many years. We stirred right now in the spirit. We stirred right now in the spirit. A new realm. A new realm of glory. A new realm of revelation. A new realm of re- understanding in the word dreams and vision and interpretation of the mysteries of God I think the Lord said he can trust you with what he's about to download inside of you the storm that you experienced even in the last season of your life it was preparing you for this season God was getting your character ready I hear the Lord say God said now I got you to the place where your yes is totally with me so now I'm going to deposit more inside of you because I can trust you he gave his secret to his servants the prophets there should be a prophetic mantle in Jesus' name. Listen, I want to do something. If you are believing God to release rain over your life, what do I mean? There's been a drought. There's been lack. You've been waiting. You haven't seen nothing. I hear the Holy Ghost saying this this, all right, Pastor. I want you to run to this altar and begin to cry out to God. Now, go. Come on. Come on. I'm going to begin to pray for some people, but get your altar back. Rebuild your altar. Rebuild your altar. This is the moment to rebuild your altar. God, forgive us for adultery. Forgive us for trusting everything but you. But tonight we want the fire of the Holy Ghost. We want the rain to fall. But we rebuild the altar of prayer. We rebuild the altar. Come here, baby. <laughs> oh, this is your season, woman of God. Blessed is the spirit of the living God. For what you've been waiting for, what you've been seeking for, I release it. I hear
1: that in the spirit. God said, I release it. I am unlocking doors. I hear the Lord say, There are actually people talking about you for contracts and for opportunity.
0: Somebody to hold the microphone for me so I can minister. Come on up here. And this is the season I shall reward your faithfulness, I hear the Lord say. For I hear the scripture in Hebrews where it says, God hath not forgot your labor of love that you showed towards his saints. And God said, You served and you planted and you sowed. But this shall be the season, that says the Spirit of the living God, for harvest. Your seed is getting ready to get up. Your seed is getting ready to get up. Your seed is getting ready to get up. Even when you need provision and strategies and methods, I hear the Lord say, I give it to you now in this season. Lord, let the wisdom of God fall upon them right now in the name of Jesus. That you will give them supernatural strategies and methods. Even this man of God, a fresh anointing, new new strength. Church, I need you to take your eyes off of me and begin to repair the altar. Begin to cry out to God in the name of Jesus. Baby, lay hands on her spirit. Right now, God said, I birth something new inside of you. I birthed something, and I even hear the Lord say He's gonna send you midwives to help you birth this destiny, to help you birth this promise, to help you birth this vision. You won't have to do it alone. Watch what the Lord's gonna do. in you gotta press in in this hour you gotta press in right now come here I rebuke the curse words that the enemy has spoken over your life even from your childhood the things that you heard in your ears and the things that affected your heart and your emotions that even some things, even as you grew up in your adulthood that you held on to and it bothered you. But right now, God said, I send healing to your heart. Lay hands on your heart right now. I send healing to your heart in the name of Jesus and restoration to your life. There's been some broken places in your life, thus says the Lord, but this is the season. The Lord said, I heal you. I heal you of the past. I heal you of the spirit of betrayal that you experienced, betrayal that you experienced over and over again. Those that you thought would be there, but they left. you tonight. I heal your heart. In the name of Jesus. If you have a business and you need God to move in your business, raise your hand. Everybody else put your hands down. If you have a business and you need God to send rain in your business, everybody else put your hands down. I need the business owners to lift your hands. Now listen, I know it's kind of tight. Pastor, I gotta obey the Lord. Business owners, I just need you to guess as possible. If you're not a business owner, make room for the business owner. Business owners, lift your hands. Pastor, I need your help with this. These are your people, so I'm not going to touch them. But the Lord said, just speak this word over their life when you lay hands on their forehead. The rain comes now. Go ahead, let's go. The rain comes now. Lift your hands, business owner, the rain, come now. God release the rain. Clientele, strategies, increase in finances. The rain comes now. That's it, come on, come on, let it fall. Let it fall, let it fall, let it fall. The rain comes now, the rain comes now. But no more lack, no more struggling. He's gonna give you dreams.
2: Five and say, Hallelujah, it's raining. My, my, my. What a powerful, powerful word. Well done, my, my, my. You may be seated. I think we ought to put our hands together one more time we're gonna bless we're gonna bless our beloved guest and uh, ushers if you would assist us please thank you so much four different ways to give the entirety of this offering goes towards them you pray and ask the lord what you should do and we will bless them You know, Pastor, you don't know this about me, but uh, actually I should say about us. It's how we roll over here. I don't have some set thing that I'm just going to bless somebody with. That's not how that works here. So everything that comes in goes to you. So I I pray it's huge. Amen. I'm going to tell you, that was a great, 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 great word from the Lord. All right. If you're making out a check, make it out to Kings. The entirety of this goes towards our guests. And that's true when we fly people in, we don't we don't take care of our expenses and then bless them with whatever. That's not how we do that. So we'll take an offering for expenses, but that'll be for expenses. In this case, he drove himself from Anchorage, that city that so desperately needs an outpouring of the Spirit. Appreciate. Wow, preaching when he was nine. Mm. You know, I just want to make one correction uh, uh, in the preaching tonight. Is I think he said he was more handsome than you. I'm not so sure about that. I just wanted to make sure. Oh, I just want to make sure. Woo! I think we ought to thank God one more time. That was a powerful word.
3: Powerful.
2: All right, you may be seated. Ushers, would you
3: come? Let's pray.
2: Brother Toby, did the rapture happen? You hear? Sister Toby, come and pray over the offering tonight, won't you? Here you go. Come on, Uh,
1: take (laughs) it. hallelujah lord we just thank you we bless you and we honor you god you are jehovah jireh our provider and you meet every need and god we just pray for this offering lord god i pray lord god that you will bless us a hundredfold lord god let it be an extreme blessing lord god to pastor cheston and his family lord god thank you lord god for doing miracles signs and wonders lord god as we sow this seed of faith in you lord god we thank you bless it in jesus name amen
2: Amen. Amen. Go ahead, Usher. Lord's calling you to stay here and help us with our... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I can't hear you. That's good. That's good. That's awesome. <laughs> Come on, put up on like this. Come on.
3: Hey, I dare you to move your feet. Just take your head. Come on, stand up on your feet.
2: Man, if I had words to this, I'd sing it right Come on. Your husband's in trouble. Brother
3: Toby's in trouble. He done took off. Don't
2: leave this place. Oh, Sister D, don't go anywhere. (laughs) Somebody ought to text Toby. Every head bowed, every eye closed. We never close a service without giving an opportunity to give your heart to Jesus. And if you've never done that, you need to do it tonight. Tonight is your night. Don't wait till tomorrow. You're not promised tomorrow. You have right now. Today is a day of salvation. I said, today is the day. I said, today is the day of salvation. If you're not right with God, don't you leave this place like that. Get right with Him. Repent of your sin. Believe on the Lord Jesus and you shall be saved. You say, that's me, Pastor. I need to be made right with God. I'm going to repent. I want heaven to be my home. I'm going to turn my back on my sin. And I'm going to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Say, that's me. Good, wonderful. Pray this prayer, whether it be for the first time or a recommitment all across this place. Again, those online, those out in the parking lot, say, that's me. Pray this right out loud. Repeat after me. Say, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your Son, Jesus, to die in my place, to rise again from the grave for me. Forgive me of all of my sin and come into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Wash me. Cleanse me. Make me new. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for hearing my prayer. Come on, put your hands together for God and
3: say amen. I pray, Holy Spirit, let your power fill these right now. I want to sing it again. Come on, sing it again. You'll catch it as we get it. Are you ready? Come on. Here we go.
2: need to slide out but we want to open up the altars and just allow for for pastor to flow and and pray over if you want prayer and uh how many of you think that'd be all right he asked he said pastor just at the end actually he said it with that cool voice his pastor he said the end if you want to open up the altars he's full of the holy ghost and ready to flow and so uh if you want prayer you come to the front. He's going to pray and spend time and minister to you. And uh, if you need to slip out, understand, don't miss Wednesday night. Don't miss anything that's taking place. Come on. God's pouring out his spirit. Welcome to the great Alaska outpour. Yes. Yes.
1: Come on. Somebody
3: say hallelujah. hallelujah. Somebody say it's raining. It's rain. Say it again. It's, it's raining. It's, it's raining. Rain. Come on. Say it again. bless you if you want prayer
2: you can step out from where you are I need my pastors and ministers to, to be around and to flow Father thank you for what you've done now bless your people as they go and as they stay cause your face to shine upon us oh God lift up your countenance us. be gracious to us keep us into this peace in Jesus name amen God bless you I hope to see you Wednesday I need some ushers as well as volunteer ushers you know who you are If you could, please come and help us.
0: Thank you for joining today's podcast. If God is impacting your life through this ministry, you can partner with us and give at kcalaska.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our channel and enjoy more messages like this one.